All right. And if something else comes to mind, then uh, you'll have the opportunity later as well. So I wanted to this week I had the There were 43, I think, students that had uh, taken, they had to take two practice exams and be on, on uh, schedule, whatever they, they count. And uh, so we had, our four, well, we had 43 of those, and so the, they just came by and picked them up. And uh, they uh, were very popular, even with those that didn't qualify. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that um, again, because the gift cards, I know. November to you know first of February, so. Uh, request some more from you as we, we go along, but I'll be in touch and I'll let you know what, uh, what's going on. <laughs> at the school. All right, so that was number one. Just, just my mic. Um, oh, Sophie, if, if Ernest's not back there, can you just turn my mic down a little bit, please? <coughs> um, Testament. And there's quite a lot. Uh, it's, I don't want to do like a 30 week sermon series on this. So I'm going to run which will be about 8 to 10 weeks. Uh, but what opportunity and uh, to to uh, get involved. And you may know that we usually put together a prayer guide every, every March and uh, you know, to, to give us some devotional ideas and to give us something to pray about. And then we find of that, that month you know, and we sort of uh, focus on, on prayer on those days. And so I have 31 different worksheets, 
uh, with different headings, different sections. And I would love to get as many of you that feel comfortable doing so uh, to kind of write a devotional for our prayer guide that we print and hand out to everyone in the month of March. So it's not complicated. Uh, you just pick one out here. So I'll just pick one at random. Here it says, bear one another's burdens. Okay, and it's got the verse that it's found in. And then the things that I've got four. Um, the first one is, why do we need to be told this? Okay. Um, sometimes you look at it, and so the question is, well, why do we need to be told this? Okay. And uh, just begin with that. What's, what's difficult? Why don't we naturally just bear one another's burdens? What are the obstacles to bearing one another's burdens? Just think about that. Then I ask you, give an example of Jesus doing whatever this is. Okay, so how did Jesus bear burdens of those around him? Okay, how did he give an example? Then I want to ask, what does it look like in very practical terms? What does it look like when we do it? Maybe you can say, yeah, they helped me find a job when I was unemployed, or they you know, gave me rides when I didn't have a car, or whatever it might be. Or you might just, whether it be th things that happen to you, or just things you've seen happen, or maybe just you think up things. What does it look like to bear another's burden? And then the last one is, what can we pray for ourselves and one another? So having thought about that, how can we pray? You know, do we pray for us? I'm giving you, whoever gets this one, you've got a head start. Um, so. You know, it might be God. Help me see other people with burdens. Help me, give me wisdom how I can assist them. And maybe on the other side, when I have a burden, uh, help me, please, you know, to, to ask for help. help. Help me to share that burden. Give me, give me the, uh, um, whatever, the humility to do that. And then maybe close with praying for those that you're not aware of, that have burdens, that are weighed down at the moment. So I have, I have these. I'm going to sit them over here. So when you take... When allocate you one or send it to you and uh, you can also join in so this is for the the whole church uh, to be involved uh, if you put your I've got your name and so we'll, we'll print that out in before March and uh, just another way of us uh, encouraging one another so I sorry I know that, uh, I, I hope it'll be a, a project that we can enjoy you don't have to write Your, your direction on that. If you're more verbose, then uh, that works also. And uh, if I run out of space, I'll just cut some words out, you know, but not the important ones. All right. So we're
way back in 2012, we were building, going through a building project here at Boston Road. Uh, if you walk you'd fall off a cliff. So uh, that, that was a lot of work. Big project occupied really a couple of years here at Wilson Road as we prepared for it. Uh, maybe, maybe even it was a little bit more than that. And, and, uh, That we want And that was a big part of, of why we undertook that project. And so we, we wanted, we wanted to make it easy for people to join us and be part of us. And because we hospitality ministry. And so small how can we how can we make sure that people are um, comfortable when they come and, 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 and experience God's love when they come and worship with us. And so we talk about to having appropriate signs around the building, uh, to um, having coffee available, snacks, snacks <laughs> even paper. Okay, so. Quite a few of you were uh, um, I'm trying to think. We had about two months worth, two or three months. So the idea was we'd get enough people who would be uh, recruited for that about twice or four Sundays a year. And so snack table. Make sure that uh, no, if somebody came in looking around, not knowing introduce them to other other people, and so we went through the, this training. One of the do not cut the donut in half. We're like, oh, 
okay, whatever, we'll just, you know. Well, what, that doesn't seem like a big deal. And sure enough, he goes, should we cut those donuts in half? And they started. come and uh, if you come for, for the guests um, we, we don't want to run out before the guests arrive and so Corinthians 13. And so in, in hospitality. Share with the Lord's people who are in need, practice hospitality. And you're thinking, um, Peter, that doesn't say one another. You're right. So let's go. And verses 8 and 9. 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 8 and 9. And we see here. hospitality to one another. Um, I had a sister who graduated high school and she just wanted to get away. And so she, she figured there were two ways to escape uh, the gravitational field of uh, my parents' home. Uh, She started a new school down there. It took her about, I think, two years to, to get through it. 
But the, the second step of her plan was that she was studying tourism and hospitality. Okay? So I, I have Places to sleep. So when we hear places to sleep, when when Peter tells one another, we're thinking, all right, I guess we'll have a sleepover at my house, right? Um, and, and so what does it mean? How do we do this? How, what does it look like in 2023? You see, it was certainly an important part of uh, Paul's culture, and certainly for Christians. As, as Christians travel to, to carry out the work The, the inns were not always reputable places. And so, church in town, we see Paul do this, right? He goes to a new city, he, he goes to the synagogue, and sooner, before very long, he's staying in the house of somebody connected to, to the synagogue because hospitality was a value of that culture. And so, Paul. We need to uh, keep each other safe when we're away from home. We need to uh, feed each other. We need to care for each other. In 3 John and uh, verses 5 and 8, we get a glimpse of what we look like. Starting with verse 5, uh, John writes, Dear you in what you do for the brothers and sisters, even though they are strangers to you. They have told the church about your love. Please, send them on their way in a manner that honors God. It was for the sake of the name that they went out, receiving no help from the pagans. We are therefore to show so that we may work together for the truth. So he, he writes to we, you know, Gaius, whoever that, that is, and he says, one of the And, and what he's talking about is Christian strangers traveling, doing, doing God's work. And, and he says, you, you take them in, even though you don't know them, and then you send them on their way so they can continue their work. And he says, if we need to do this because it's not a... ...cast on Christians in that time. And so this was, this hospitality network was a way of uh, addressing that need. Another is amongst our leaders 
in the church. And so I'm, I'm not um, going to turn there, but 1 Timothy 3.2, Titus 1.8, both contain lists of traits to look for in, in elders, and they both include uh, being hospitable. Right? We, we ex God expects the leaders of a church to demonstrate hospitality. In 1 Timothy 5, verse 10, there's a, 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 a list or a description of women by the church. And what for them to be hospitable. Okay? And, and so there's a lot of, we, we can use that word, but saying you're welcoming to people. You're not just saying, oh, I got my check from the church. I'll just go back and hide in my house. You know, I appreciate that. Um, it's like, no, be involved in the church, in the life of the church. All right. So I, I want to say that, that we probably underestimate the importance of hospitality as a Christian virtue. Okay? I think that's the first point. But the, the next thing. I mean, you can do that. So don't freak out. As we think about to our lives, I don't believe it's limited to food and shelter. The idea to For strangers. Um, and we see that. He says to Gaius, he says, the one another's, the, the Christians that are coming through his town. He says, you welcome them and you care for them. Um, and, and I think that the, it certainly fits that circumstance of Christians on the road you know, get, seeking safety uh, from whatever dangers they may encounter. But I, I think we can take it a, a little further. As Christians, we are to love strangers. And I think that's a priority. You see, I is more Yeah, tell me about that. <laughs> okay, when was the last time you knew someone who was stoned, right? Just for talking about Jesus. Um, and, and so we we need to be careful that we don't give ourselves an exemption because we live two thousand years removed from Jesus and from from Paul. And so we even the. The kingdom of God, if we're not engaged with loving strangers, 
until they become friends. Okay? And, and, and it begins with one another. It begins with one another. You see, if, if we begrudge that we see somebody who's been coming to the church Something's out of out of right? because we say no. And so it begins with enjoy it. Have some coffee to go with it. Because you know that that's I want you to be happy. I want you to be happy. Enforcer. Yeah, police. So, uh, so, another to the same people month after month. Um, we say, oh. Somewhere in the last year, meeting with those six people every week, they moved from strangers to friends. And we need to then expand and show hospitality to, to people we don't know well. Because I, I think there's a place where we stop following the example of Jesus and we're just creating a clique. Now, I can't tell you. with someone. Okay? Not making a room in your house necessarily, although it may include that, but making room for someone. And, and I think there are so many ways for us to do this. Um, how about making room in our schedule for someone? <laughs> right? Uh, we get people It's like, oh, yeah, I meant to call that person. I do that. I meant to call this. Half a dozen of you I meant to call last week. 
I didn't do it. I meant to catch up. I meant to do this. I meant to do that. Because we, our schedule doesn't have room for hospitality. Um, how about with? Okay. We're a month into the new year. Have you eaten with anyone that you don't know well? Um, what about in willing to show love to that person, to show hospitality to that person. One way we demonstrated hospitality was by hosting church meetings in their home. Uh, the letter of uh, Paul of the church that meets in your home. That's extreme hospitality, isn't it? Um, over the years, I know at Lawson Road, we've certainly appreciated people who've opened their homes for us to have growth groups in uh, on a regular basis, um, hoping that strangers would show up. And, uh, and I think that's an expression of that type of hospitality that we're talking about. So I want to close. And I'm going to... Read here verses 1 through 7. We who are strong ought to bear the of the weak and not to please ourselves. Each of us Jesus had. So that Jesus Christ. Accept one another then, just as Christ accepted you in order to bring praise to God. Accept one another. Some translations there say welcome one another as Christ welcomed you. You see, welcome It means accepting people. It means genuinely. Can we really be glad that person is here? Do we have room for that person? So I think. Um, and so these verses are written for someone else. Okay? And so I want to say, in some ways you're right. We may not want you serving on the hospitality table. Because you don't want to be there anyway, right? With you. Like that may not be your gift and your place to be at the door saying hi to everybody that walks in on a Sunday morning. But I think God 
us all to find a way to be welcoming to one another. To, to demonstrate that we accept one another. To show hospitality to one another. And, and so we each have to, to work out what that looks like. But here's the thing. It's, hospitality is something active. You can't sit there. You can sit there and convince yourself that you are loving because you are just having the most loving thoughts. You can sit there and be gracious because you think of somebody... I'm going to let that go. I am so gracious. I think God must be so proud of me right now. But you cannot show hospitality just by sitting there. For you to, to show you have to send them a card. You have to meet with them. Or something like that. Be be creative. And we can be hospitable. Technology allows our house and without anyone coming to our house. But if we're in order others better. To to be hospitable to one another, to renew one another. It takes relationship. It takes knowing each other. And I think as we do that, as we do that, if, if we can show hospitality to one another, and I think this is the case with all of these one another's, it overflows into people around us as we develop these habits, as we develop this outlook towards life. That if we care for each other, we'll expand it to care for those who aren't yet part of Christ's body. I don't have homework for you. I'm just going to leave it with you. What does hospitality, being showing hospitality to one another, look like in your life? And so for some of us, like, it may be receiving hospitality. Somebody invited Make an effort to support what the other person is, is trying to do. And uh, we'll build a, a church, build a foundation that uh, people will want to be part of as we draw people closer to God. Because we do this, not because we necessarily say, I'm really going to like that person. We may. I hope we do. But because God loves that person. And God wants us to show love to them also. Mm-hmm. <laughs>